Welcome to another inspirational message from the chapel. We pray this message encourages and inspires you. If you would like any more information, check out our website, thechapelcollective.com.au. But um, I heard a preacher say that everything can be going wrong in a bloke's world, that everything can be just haphazard and not going right, not a single thing. But if, if their wife is showing them a lot of love, so PG, okay, people, if the wife is showing them a lot of love, read between the lines, then they're actually fine. But in the same way, if everything's going really well and their wife isn't showing them a lot of love, then, then they still feel not quite right. Can I get an amen from the fellas? Okay, great. Um, <laughs> i got to preach it. Wow. <laughs> Someone got elbowed in the ribs just then, that's for sure. Um, and so um, just on that, it's the same with peace, right? That everything could be going horribly, but if there's a peace inside, we just feel like we can weather the storm. But at the same time, everything can be going right. And, and the peace in our heart, if it isn't there, it just feels like something is not quite right. Something's not quite connecting. You might know the story of the angels appearing to the shepherds that we just saw the version of. And it goes something like this, that while shepherds watched their flocks by night all seated on the ground, the angel of the Lord came down and glory shone around. Fear not, said he, for fearful dread had seized their troubled minds. And then something else happened. Uh, <laughs> glad tidings of great joy I bring to you and all my mankind. To you this day in David's town and born of David's line, the heavenly baby, no, who knows the words? And this shall be the sign. The heavenly babe you there shall find a human view displayed or mainly wrapped in swathing bands and in a manger laid. Thus spake the seraph and forthwith appeared a shining throng of angels praising God who thus addressed their joyful song. Oh, glory be to God on high and on the earth be peace. Goodwill henceforth from heaven to men begin and never cease. He reckons we should bring some these and thous and forthwiths back into our singing in church. It said, and on the earth be peace. Goodwill henceforth from heaven to man begin and never cease. But that's a, that's a carol while shepherds watch their flocks by night. What does the actual Bible say? In Luke chapter 2, verse 14, it says, Glory, the angel said, Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Peace has become somewhat diluted. We see peace treaties drawn up. Uh, any modern history students in the room today? Well, you would know that World War II would never have happened in the way that it did without the peace treaty of World War I because the peace treaty was so skewed one way in order to punish Germany, that gave the ability for someone like Hitler to rise because it was so skewed. So peace can be diluted. We watch Miss Universe. Well, I don't, and I probably hope you don't either. But we see the gorgeous ball gowns and the high heels and the question asked, if you could have anything in the world, what would it be? And they smile and say, world peace. And we all groan inwardly and think, say something original. Peace seems diluted. In the church, there was a tradition called passing the peace. You might go to a church that still passes the peace. And, and that was where you would actually, because peace was something to be declared to each other, you were meant to declare your peace to each other. But that got diluted as well. And we'd call it like a minute to mingle. Or if you were me, you'd say high five 
handshake or headbutt 16 people before you sit down. And that was before COVID. And, and, and many people are rejoicing that we don't have that part of the service anymore. You're like, that was my most dreaded part where we had to say hello to each other. And it went away with COVID. We, that peace, passing the peace has been diluted. Yet that tradition is steeped in biblical truth. The angels said to the shepherds when Jesus was born, glory to God on the high, in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom His favour rests. Well, if we're judging from that, then surely God is not pleased with the world. Surely God is not resting favour on the world because we look everywhere and we don't see peace. Is that what this means? If we're seeing a distinct lack of peace, does it mean that God's favour is not resting anywhere? How about in your own heart and mind is His peace resting in you? And I'm not talking about a moment of peace. Who loves a moment of peace? One of my most favourite things in the world was when I would put the kids to bed and I would close their door and I would walk out and I'd go, oh. and, and if they if they deigned to make a noise after that, I'd go, go to sleep! Like the farm girl that I am and Darren would say don't be bogan but (laughs) that was what would happen it was like I have done my time here people go to sleep now children Um, the young mums are saying amen right now new mums but in the book of Isaiah because I'm not talking about a peace a moment of peace I'm talking about a deep and abiding peace that lasts and lasts and in the book of Isaiah the prophet speaking to God said, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you, Isaiah 26.3. In the NIV, it says it like this, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. In the ESV, it says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. What is perfect peace? For the shepherd... At the start, the first video, he talked about his dad putting his hand on his head and saying shalom. And shalom was something that was declared and is still declared as a greeting in Jewish people even today. Shalom. It is this idea of um, that it's more than just peace. It's wholeness. It's completeness. It's the fullness of peace. It's peace in every way. Complete and perfect peace. And if we were to read that passage from Isaiah in Hebrew, we would say, you will keep in shalom, shalom, all those who trust in you. You will keep in perfect peace, shalom, shalom. It's emphasised to say this wholeness, this completeness in you is yours if you will put your mind and your trust in Him. So I want us to listen to some beautiful scriptures about peace this morning. Let's have a look. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. Isaiah chapter 9, 6 to 7. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Luke chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is is the gift the world cannot give. So do not be troubled or afraid. John 14, 27. 
I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him, and peace to the Jews who were near. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 17. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds everything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 7. Bella Rose Tyndall there, everybody. Well done, Bella Rose. <laughs> Gabby, your reading's getting really good as well. Well done. <laughs> Beautiful scriptures about peace. The Bible speaks of it often. Why? Because that is what God has brokered with us. Let me read to you from Ephesians chapter 2. And this is talking about the wall of hostility that existed between two people groups. So if you look around the world and you think, how can peace possibly be wrought between these people? Two people groups that hated each other previously had peace come between them. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 14. For Christ Himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in His own body on the cross, He broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in Himself one new people from the two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of His death on the cross and our hostility toward each other was put to death. How? Verse 17, He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from Him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. Now that wall existed not only between people groups, but also in our own hearts. The preceding passage puts it like this, verse 2, it says, You used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the Spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. Anyone been there refusing to obey God? Anyone still there? A few hands. There were no hands. Okay. But if you are, and you know that you are, listen to verse 3. It says, all of us used to live that way. So we've all been there. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. Verse four, but God is so rich in mercy and He loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when He raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For He raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with Him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of His grace and kindness toward us as shown in all He has done for us by who are united with Christ Jesus. God saved you by His grace when you believed. He saved you by His grace when you believed. This divine partnership of His grace combining with your faith, that's what happened. And if that hasn't happened for you yet, you can do that this morning. You can believe and have His grace come to you. It says you can't take credit for this. How good. 
It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. This is so epic because He brings peace into our hearts, peace with God, peace with ourselves, And then if we flick out the Word, we are then His masterpiece doing what He has always wanted us to do on the earth. You are His masterpiece. Can you even believe it this morning? Shalom, shalom. It's the perfect peace of God that the world can't understand because it's the peace that the world can't find. Shalom, shalom. As Bella Rose read out in John 14, 27, Jesus said, peace I leave with you. And then he says something I don't want you to miss. He said, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. And because I give you my peace, he says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Notice this, Jesus says, my peace I give to you. He's not giving you a peace. He's giving you his peace. And peace is not found in the absence of problems. Peace is found in the presence of God. There was a moment in the Bible when Peter and the other disciples were in the boat and this storm just blew up and it was crazy and they were freaking out and they went to find Jesus because they're like, we need to do something about this. We are in fear and terror for our lives. And so they were, where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? And they find Him asleep in the boat. Why? Because He had a peace. He didn't have the absence of problems. He was right there in the storm as well. But He had the presence of God with Him to be able to sleep in the midst of the storm. So the peace was there. And then later, Peter is jailed in the book of Acts. We just read it recently. He's in prison for his faith and he's chained between two soldiers. And this same guy who was freaking out in the middle of a storm is now chained between two soldiers in prison for his faith that he's declaring. And what's he doing? He's fast asleep. He's fast asleep. Why? Because this same terrified Peter now has found the person who is peace. He now has that person living and breathing within him by the power of his Holy Spirit. He has the peace of God. And that peace of God is available to you today. As I close and the team can come, um, I've been watching Christmas movies. And this next quote is from one of them. What are we at? 18th. So I've watched 17. (laughs) And this, one of the people in the movie said, worrying doesn't take away tomorrow's troubles. It just takes away today's peace. Worrying doesn't take away today's troubles. Tomorrow's troubles, it just takes away today's peace. I would like to, I don't know what you've been through in 2022. I'd like to commend to you the peace that passes all understanding. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 5 and 6, do not be anxious for anything. And we would read that and we'd say, are you for real, God? Do not be anxious for anything. Are you serious? He would say, yes, do not be anxious for anything, but in everything. By prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. So today, maybe there's something that you're anxious about. And God would say, don't be anxious about anything. Come to me, come to me. 
and give me your troubles and I will give you my peace. Because then it goes on to say, and the peace that passes or transcends is higher than all understanding because it's His peace and not the world's peace will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know what that means? It means that the peace of God will take over not only your feelings, but your thoughts as well. Whose thoughts swirl in the middle of the night? Whose thoughts keep them awake? Whose thoughts they can't get to sleep? Who's thinking all day, even though they're working as well? And can I get an amen in the house of God? Yes, there are some people like that. Whose feelings just go to and fro and like a snowstorm sometimes. I say snowstorm because I've been watching Christmas movies. (laughs) Um, A snowstorm just swirling inside of us. But He says that the peace that passes all understanding, all natural human understanding can take care of your heart's feelings and can take care of your mind's thoughts. And that's what He wants to give you this morning. Hey again, thanks so much for joining us on this podcast. Whether you are new and exploring your faith or a follower of Jesus, there's a next step for you. There is always room to grow, more to be done, destiny to be pursued and people to be reached. So what's your next step? To find out, head over to thechapelcollective.com.au And thanks again for listening.